Welcome to another episode of Mick and Ori's Classic Cars. I'm Mick. And I'm Ori. Ori, the new Ferrari. The new Ferrari 296 GDB. 296 GDB standing for? So it's a 2.9 litre V6. And GDB? GT Berlinetta. Berlinetta. Yeah. Okay, so this is a, a hybrid. So it's... Yep. V6 hybrid. V6 hybrid. So this is one that, you know, there was talk around, Ori, that it could be the one that sits underneath the F8 Tributo as a Dino. The media were saying that this would be the next Dino, but it didn't come out as a Dino, obviously. It came out as 296, but it is the first V6 to be produced since 1974, Mick. That's a long time ago. But, you know... I think it actually could have been the Dino. I mean, because I think everyone talks about the Dinos and that they love it sort of thing. Because, you know, in terms of the size and the packaging, it looked like it's it was going to be a fair bit smaller. Then it's not really a lot smaller. No, correct. It's actually quite a big car when you see it in person, isn't it, Mick? And, I mean, the engine itself is quite large, although being compact and lower in the back, it's, it's bigger than I would have thought. Yeah. Than a normal Dino. You know, let's talk about the 246 Dino or even your Dino. It's a lot bigger engine. It's like. a bigger engine, but also, I mean, we probably don't see it all because not only does it sit low, but it sits forward a fair bit. Yeah. So, you know, they call it rear engine. But Sorry, they don't call it rear engine. They call it front mid-engine. So it sits forward of the back axles. Yeah, so it's quite big. And I'm actually happy, Mick, that it wasn't called a Dino, to be honest, because that means it may be still to come. Maybe. The future, what does the future hold? Is there going to be a Dino? Well, I'm, I'm not sure really because I look at it and I think they had the opportunity now. I mean, there's that many models in the range and we maybe talk about some models in the range in another episode. But, you know, they should have – well, should have. I'm not saying what they should do because everything they do, they seem to be doing quite well. So yep. I'm not going to tell them what they should do. But in the Dino, because the shape in that was a little bit different than the 488, the F8 Tributo, you know, so they did change it a fair bit. Yeah, look, you're right to what you said at the beginning of the show, Mick. This will supersede the F8 Tributo. So once they finish deliveries of the Coupe and then the Spider that are in the works, then the only car you can order, you can't order a mid-engine V8. No, this was the only. This is the only the, mid-engine. Correct, and it's the V6 um, hybrid engine, but. We've only seen it in photos, Mick, and then our friends at Zagami invited us down, Ferrari Adelaide. Yes, to much have appreciated. A, to le- have a look at the vehicle that was travelling Australasia and the display, left-hand drive uh, car, but we got to see it, start it, sit in it, and Mick, I must admit, what did we say? Well, it's very impressive. You know, you think about it and you look at the photos and you think, well... Oh, Personally, the photos don't do it justice. 100%. You know, And this one here, contrary to when we first looked at the Roma when it came in, this is actually a working pre-production model. Yes. Whereas the Roma, we couldn't start it. There wasn't an engine or it wasn't startable. Whereas this one here, we're actually able to start it. And it, rev it, rev it. The look. I mean, I had the opportunity to start it, so I started it. But I was very mindful that number one, it's in a showroom. Yep. Number two, the it's engine's cold. cold. You're not going to rev it too. But it sounded okay. It sounded better than okay. And that's only at three or four thousand revs. So imagine when you're hitting the seven, seven or eight thousand revs. Mick, if you look at it, when we walk to the side, of the front, beautiful. There's a few SF90. You know, cues, I would have thought. But then when you go to the side of the car, that's where the that, beauty really comes into that's play. That's the back three quarters or the back fenders with the 250LM sort Absolutely. of, you know, it does really, really look good. 
the amount of carbon fiber on the car that we saw, Mick, it was fully optioned. Well, this one the here, we saw. yeah, it was fully optioned. But we learnt as well where they have the Assetto Fiorano package. Yes. So if you get that package, which is more of a handling package rather than a performance package, yeah, because the engine is exactly the same. There's no tweak to the engine. No, but you do lose some options that you you could have got without it. But this so, had everything on it. This had everything on it, and when looking at it, Mick. You'd say, I'll take it like this. Well, I think that's why they do it, surely. Mate, you know what I mean? The You're amount not- of carbon fibre on this car, even in the boot, in the front bonnet section. It's all carbon fibre. It's all carbon fibre. I'd never seen one spec this highly carbon fibre. But when you sit in it, Mick, I oh, inside, nice. yeah. And even the door handles, how the, the door opens and everything's quality. The inside you sit in. You know all the details. They're trying to do the the mimic the, the gated shifter. I think with yeah. the change of the gears. Yeah. Uh, but it it really does look a treat inside. Everything's adjustable. I mean, it's the next level. It's hybrid. You know, and I think you know we talked about it with um, the demographic of who would buy this car. Apart from the normal ones that you know keep upgrading their Ferraris, it's the the new breed, the youngsters. Absolutely, absolutely, and they want the youngsters want hybrid. They actually want electric, but they want that race car also and that sports car, and they're getting both, the best of both worlds here. The beauty, I thought, all electric, Mick, gives you 25 kilometres range at a maximum top speed of 135 kilometres. That's not bad. I mean, that's so, without the engine running. That's without the engine running. That's a, and then as, it's, as you're driving, it's recharging. Yeah, which is look, it's it's a pretty good you know win win situation. you've got the 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 sound. And you've got the hybrid. So you've got the electrics, which will keep you going for a while. That's a question, though. Would, do you still have the sound when it's driving in electric? I would say no. Uh, you I would know, say the, no also, but I wonder if there's a button to override that. to give. Well, it I'm not sure. I think the new electric cars coming out, they are talking about making sure there is some sound. For Number one is for safety because apart from the tyres, you can't hear any any noise. But, you know, this car here, Ori, I mean – it's it's a work of art, particularly I like you know as the, the back and the rear fenders. You know the front pretty plain, but I didn't mind that either. But under the lights, you had that inlet for air. So the aerodynamics, that was for the brakes. Yeah, yeah, the aerodynamics on this car, the little spoiler at the top of the roof line above the glass, or you know the head, top of the roof. Basically, there's another event like area for air to escape through. But the back for me, Mick. The back really did it. Yeah. I mean, and the exhaust halfway up. The middle central exhaust, yeah, that does look good. And even that's got an active spoiler at the back there too. Now, we didn't get to see that, but, yeah, exactly right. Comes out at certain speeds, I would have thought, automatically. That, and, so, and then goes back down. But you The know, lights, Mick, the back lights. We had a bit of discussion about the back lights. We've gone away from the traditional round lights. Round Ferrari lights. What's your thoughts on well, the light? initially I didn't really like them because, you know, there's – you know, sort of it looks like a bit of a Corvette or other cars, and it certainly isn't in the same as the SF90. But I must admit on this car, it looks appropriate. Yep. I think, you know, because of the lines, you know, it's not so deep, some of the where the, light, the lights are, it looks, you know, those sort of rectangular lights look okay. Yeah, I agree. I, I, you know, looking at the car in photos and going through videos and when people are reviewing the car, they said they could have done this better, they could have had this panel finish here better. But when you see it in real life, it works. It just works. I like where all the panels finish and start. Yeah. Especially that back window or behind the driver or, yeah, you know, behind the passenger and driver, 
they were disappointed that the panel was cut short. But it actually looks good. I think it looks good. I mean, you know, I'm not a designer, but, you know, you can always say, look, what about this and what about that? The problem is when you start changing things, you don't know how well it would look overall. Yeah. But, I mean, this one here in terms of looks, I reckon they've – They've done a great job. Zero to 100 in 2.9 seconds. Top speed over 330 kilometres an hour, Mick. Really? What do you want? And they just, with Ferrari, it just amazes me that, you know, they just keep improving things. And like you said before, where are they going to go with this? How far do you go? Hey, wait. 1,470 kilos, Mick. That's quite light. That's That's quite light. And one of the things I love, and we spoke about the engine, how, you know, how big it is but compact, if that makes any sense. But... It all steel. You know, there's no red in the Ferrari engine bay as there used to be on top of the manifolds and things like that. Now it's all stainless steel Ferrari. It just looks It mean. looks the part. And you've it got the window, mean. of course. Yeah, that I loved it. I loved it when you opened up the back. Then you saw that beautiful engine sitting really low, like you said, though, Mick. It does sit low. I mean, that's the, you know, centre of gravity trying to keep that low as well. But, you know, the wheels, everything, and, and you know, and they've got it sorted out and how you spec them up. There's that many different little things you can get, you know, and a lot of them you'd pick, you know, yeah. the logos, the carbon fibre, all, all sorts of things. The lift kit, you've got to have a lift kit. Yep. But you know? with the Assetto Fiorano pack, it, you can't. Oh, is that right? Yeah, so you can't have a lift, t- lift kit with the Assetto Fiorano pack. That's oh, what was saying. Yeah, well, that's interesting. That's possibly because of the handling options they've got on there maybe restricts it to be able to lift it like uh, this the, one. The, the interesting thing will be, and we'll hopefully you know have an opportunity to drive the vehicle when it does arrive, the de, um, the demo model to drive, but the difference in changing driving an Assetto Fiorano pack and a standard one. I, I think um, you and me personally wouldn't actually pick it. I think it's that finer detail that you have to – if we were going to pick it, it'd have to be on the track, all right, number one, and you really have to be a pretty good driver, I'd say, to pick it. And I wonder with those packs, something we didn't ask, but you know how you've got the settings on the Manatino to do the different modes? Here, I wonder if you go into – if you haven't got the Assetto Fiorano pack and you just go into race mode or – does it obviously it does adjust the suspension, but to what level of a set of Fiorano? Yeah. I wonder. Yeah, what well, do you'd expect it to be stiffer and the handling would be, uh, you know, somewhat better in the set of Fiorano package on the Manatino. And talking about the Manatino, it's got two different settings now, two additional settings, which is the E drive, I yep, think, and correct. So, uh, so when would you drive it in electric? In the morning, I suppose, when you're getting out of a garage, if you're leaving early, not to disturb the neighbours. Well, that's true. You could, yeah, because yeah, yeah it, the range, uh, twenty-five kilometres, is okay, but it's not great. So, if you're going, we're driving to Melbourne, Mick. Would we ever drive any of that distance in electric? Uh, uh, no, you wouldn't. I think it's just. Uh, but, I mean, you'd never really pick. Let's just drive in America. In yeah, uh, I wouldn't have thought in electric. I mean, because it's a hybrid, so it's not one that you know. Because you're just driving normally, and it charges up the electric. So, uh, and it gives you that extra, you know, kilowatts. So you got six hundred and ten or eleven kilowatts, eight hundred and whatever twenty horsepower. I mean, this is this is. I mean, the SF ninety's got a thousand horsepower. I mean, there's not a lot of difference in terms of you know when you're talking about that level. But geez, it, it does look good. The wheels, you know, I do the, re- the rear diffuser in carbon fiber, Mick. Yeah, that's nice too. Oh, 
That was just gorgeous. But inside, I don't know how they keep making it so aesthetic and you feel so good in it. You know, sat in at the steering, of course, everything's adjustable. So, you know, that goes without saying. I think the seats were manual on these, uh, on this. It was, yeah, uh, manual, 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 not electric. Which I don't think there's any dramas with that. I mean, you're not going to have five different drivers to have different settings and things like that. And also, it's it's such that it, it reduces the weight. Yeah, it reduces the weight. I love the leather mats. Did you say they were like a leather mat? They were different, yes. They were different. I love that. I thought these are so usable. And, you know, you know, with carpet mats, you're constantly worrying about the stain and worrying about, you know, the wear and tear. But I just think this leather mat looked awesome and must be ultra lightweight also, uh, you know, lighter than the carpet, and it looked great. And I yeah. thought that was awesome. And now what they've made standard also, Mick, one of my favourite options, is the passenger display. Is it? No, that's not standard. Oh, you that's can't get that on the Assetto Fiorano package? Oh, I'm not sure about that, but it's actually standard now. So it's no longer an option for you to have the display. It's standard. Oh, in is the, that in right? The so you've, you've no choice. There's no choice. Because a gentleman that I know that's ordering one wanted to remove it and you can't remove it. It's actually part of it. Oh, so you far out. Yeah. Oh, that's that's good. I, I, lo- I love that because as a passenger, you want to see what's happening. Uh, why would they have done that as standard? That's interesting. I think a lot. Of, I suppose a lot of people were ordering it, Mick, because it's a great option. Yeah, it is a good option. I think it does give some you know experience to the passenger, and uh, I, I suppose they they probably couldn't fit any more on the plaque with all the options yeah, oh. that are available. They couldn't fit any more, so we better put in some standard. Well, ones. the model we saw, the plaque it's was full. chocker block. It's full. We might have a photo actually that we can show that. Yeah, uh, but the. The plaque was chock-a-bot full, and I think they do that on purpose as well. I mean, you wouldn't buy a car, a, a brand-new Ferrari with, you know, two options and the plaque's the same size. Exactly right, exactly right. The other thing, Mick, that's interesting, we, we're saying it supersedes the F8 Tributo, which we think is a beautiful car. So the coupe and the Spider was made, but there will be no race version. There will be no Scud version, no Speciale version, no Challenge version. That's it. The F8 Tributo finishes. Yeah, that's what's really interesting. Yeah, well, that's that. I think it's because they've brought out this model fairly quickly. I mean, you imagine if they brought out that they weren't bringing this out for another two or three years. Well, the F8 Tributo. How long has it been out? Has it been three years already? Uh, I'm not sure how long it's been out, but you know they've only got. I think you can only order the Spider now. Yeah, correct. So yeah. I think they've stopped taking orders for the coupe. Uh, you can still place an order for a Spider, and that would be until I would have thought that they make the Spider of the 296 GDB. Yeah. And then it will be interesting. Well, I suppose there is no race version because that's the Assetto Fiorano pack. Well, that's right. Maybe they, they've changed their tune because, I mean, they have got different models now, but which we'll talk about that because there is a, a lot more variety now that you can buy than you used to be able to buy. Yeah. You know, d- before they used to have uh, front-engine V8, and sorry, V12 and a mid-engine V8. Really, there wasn't a lot of different Other choices. Variety. Yeah. But now we've got this V6 that's in there. So would okay. The question, Mick, would you buy one? I would buy one. I mean, uh, I haven't. Uh, you know, there's we haven't driven it. Uh, haven't driven it. There's a lot of money, all that sort of stuff. But I must admit, I do like it. The looks. And you know, when I looked at the F8 Tributo, I loved that. However, that was very similar along the 488 lines. I yeah. know there's differences. But it's that sort of, whereas this one here doesn't look like a 488, doesn't look like an F8 Tributo. Yeah, no, it's got its unique, it actually looks like, it looks like a baby SF90. Baby SF90, and it's got some clues, uh, do I say it, the, the Alpha 4C? 
on you know the <laughs> the inlet at the back. You're right. Those back pillars are two fifty lm. Two fifty lm. They look great. Those. How about that coloured grille on the rear? That really I thought was part of the Ferrari Roma front grille. Yes, very. That's right. They had a little bit so that the colour coded grille on yeah, the rear. On the rear, and it's so. interesting whether you, you. I'm sure you can probably get it in different colours if you wanted it. Yeah, but it does look good in the colour coding. Yeah, I agree. It looks good. No, look, everything, like as we said, Mick, everything works. And I think also looking at, I mean, we only saw it in the red, which was the Imola red. Imola red, which is a darker red. I yep. think um, you spoke about it possibly being one of the early racing colours yes. of, the, of the red. Not you know like everyone thinks there's only one Ferrari red, but no. there's plenty of them. But in photos, it does look good in other colours as well. Yep. So the, well, the grey, the launch Assetto Furano pack, which is the grey with the yellow highlights. Yep, looks, that looks absolutely good. gorgeous. We've seen an SF ninety with that in, yes, yep. in in real life, and it does look good. And the other thing is the the yellow. I've, I mean, we've only seen it in images, but the yellow with the the metallic, which is the three. The three layer the yellow, three layer, three layer yellow. yellow, yeah, pearlescent, yeah. and that looked unbelievable. Yeah. That that did look good, you look, know. I, th- um, I think it's going to be a very successful model for the brand. Yeah, and it's the first of first of the new breed, I would say. First of the new breed, and hence why I said in the showroom when we we're looking around and looking at some of the older models um, that are currently available, I said this will be a future classic because it's that. That start of the new breed. It could be. It you know, could it's groundbreaking. Well it could be. Look, it's certainly a nice package. It doesn't look overly big, uh, even though it's probably a, we didn't look at the dimensions compared yep. to some of the, you know, like the F8 that it replaces. But the lines and everything, it is really, really nice. So, you know, if you were to spec one up, what options would you look at putting on yours, Mick? I mean, uh, look, uh, you said the passenger display is not an option, that's so correct. that's fine. Um, look, number one, Without even thinking about it, have to get the lift kit. Okay, so that's... All right, in and out of driveways, you know, I mean, on the track, if you were just using it as a track car, but you wouldn't. And I think that's... And for resale value also, not not that we ever talk about values, but for resale value, I think it's really important that if it's got a lift kit, because you can't retrofit that. No, apparently you can't retrofit it. So, and also, you know, look, you're going to be... The roads aren't made for cars this slow no, no, generally. No, no, lift so kit every day of the week. You do need. The one that, you know, if I look at what I wouldn't take is possibly the upgraded radio. I mean, yep. oh, as long as it's got Bluetooth and that, I'm not really fussed well, on it. It's got that. wireless charging, tick. That's a yeah. big tick for me, so you don't have any cords running anywhere. That's, fine. that's, that's good enough for me. I agree. The radio. That- I not mean, I, I had. I, well, I can't remember the last time I put on a radio in yeah. my four, five, six, or whatever. That's us, but maybe the younger generation they need to they have that it. option. So yeah, so if you like that sort of stuff and you want the upgraded stuff, well, you would go for that. But I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily do that. The other one is, you know, people spec up the different color calipers and things yes, like yeah. that. I'm sort of not fussed about that, depending on what color I bought as the base color. So what is it? You get a standard black caliper, I would have thought. I wonder if that's. I, I should ask Adrian. Then never yeah. asked. And then any other color option is where you pay. Oh, I assume a, so. Yeah. A spec up. Yeah, uh, calipers. I'm big on calipers, mix. So yeah, I'm I know. That's would, that's I would why color mine. Yeah. Well, it depends Depending what on color. The color. You get, yeah. I mean, if there's the um, there's a a darker. They've got heritage colors too in this, I, I believe. Yes. And some of the darker colors, like um, like the squirrel, you know, which is cold dark yes, basically. Yeah, yeah. And if it's got the yellow highlights, maybe you would go for yellow. 
calipers. I think so. I like the yellow. Yeah. Because I'd run it back in with the stitching and back in with the leather inserts and things like yeah. that. Me. Yeah. To match and, the calipers. And I can understand that. The other the other thing is you've got the Ferrari emblem, you know, the logo on the fender, the front fenders. Now, that's yellow. Yeah, on a yellow car, it doesn't pop as much. No, but if you've got a red car, blue car, whatever, then the calipers are pretty close to that. Yeah, agreed. So it does link it a fair bit, so but I don't what mind would, I, I'm not sure if you can do it as an option. I'm sure you can. I would have ha- hand-painted badges. Yeah, well, that, it, I, oh, they look, I saw a video on how they do it, Mick. It's unbelievable. Well, I, I believe that, you know, in terms of whether you can or can't do it, if you go to the uh, where you, you're picking everything, you can actually – Oh, yeah, the uh, – what's it called? Um, I've, there's, I've uh, lost for words too on that one. The, not the atelier, but it's a not design your own. Yeah, what is it? Design it is your design own. your own. You can go there and pick whatever. You can actually make up your own colour. Tailor made. Tailor made. It's called tailor made. And I was lucky enough I've been there, but it, it's just as a visitor, of course, I yep. wasn't selecting anything. But you can pick anything. So if you wanted a coloured logo, I'm sure you can get it. Yeah. You yep. know, it would be a few dollars, but I'm sure you can get yeah, it. Yeah, no, tailor made is another level again, it's isn't completely it? Completely different level. You can do whatever you want with the seats. I mean, I think, looking at the showroom that we went in Ferrari Adelaide there, there's a, a lot of choice. The steering wheels, they've got every steering – well, the seats. Or, uh, seats, steering wheels, uh, wheels. Seat belt colour, different colour seat belts. Yeah, all sorts of things. You know? So, I mean, unless you're particular that you want something that's not on that range yep. and you're going to go and pick it out yourself. But that's, saying, that's where things just start to escalate when you're building your car. But I suppose when you're building one, if you're going to build one, you want to build something you've dreamt of or always wanted yeah. in there. So. Yeah, especially I think if you haven't bought a new car. Yeah. You know, uh, okay, you might have bought a normal new car for a, as a driver, but if you're going to uh, another level where you're buying a new car, you probably yeah. want to pick what you want. Correct. You exactly know. right. I mean, we've all said it. You, you buy a second-hand car, you know, there's not many choices. If it's red, it's red. If it's blue, it's blue. You know, if you're not – It's how much you want in the car and that, that model right. and that thing like that. That's oh, right. I, mate, I say it all the time. I'm so lucky to have – what I've got in my 360, because I must really would have ordered it exactly like that, that. And you kept saying that. Right. So this one here, would you order one? Uh, no. And no. the reason? I think I would uh, – I want a Dino. Yeah, I, I, I want a Dino, and so I'd most probably ordered the new Dino if it came out. I know it may be considered a new Dino, but it's not just yet, so I'll wait and see. So either the new Dino, Dino or the 246. Two, yeah, and, and to be honest, if you say, no, you have to order one of the new ones – I'd must probably order the F8 Tributo Coupe. I love it. I oh, love, you I love you have car. said that also because it's got, you know, bits of various V8s over the years. So yep. you like that sort of reminiscing yeah, so. and stuff like that. I so. appreciate it. I love it. I can't wait to drive it. It must be something to drive, and we, uh, Ferrari Adelaide will give us that opportunity. I'm quite confident about that. Yep. All right. Anyway, all right, we're going to leave it there. It's been it's been great. We did really enjoy it. And, again, thanks to Ferrari Adelaide. Again, like always, you can catch us on the show at mickandori at gmail.com and look at our website, of course, Instagram, and we'll have some snippets of the, the car, maybe even have some of it while it's when it started. I'm not yeah. sure whether we can get some uh, volume on that. But, anyway, we're going to leave it there, Ori. Thank you. Thanks, Mick. And remember, if your car's not a classic, it will be one day. Thank you. Thanks, guys.